0: Are you curious about what astrology has to offer when we navigate change in our lives? As we enter into an eclipse portal and the planets are shifting into Scorpio, the theme of change and transformation is on everyone's mind in the witch community. And even if you are listening to this episode far from the release, life is cyclical and we all have periods of major shifts on all different levels. Today's topic will be a behind-the-scenes of the shifts I'm making with this podcast and my Substack newsletter in the coming year, as these projects are approaching their first birthday. We'll be looking at their solar return charts and compare it to their birth charts and talk you through in real time about how astrology can help us remove decision fatigue by narrowing down our focus and giving us a language to articulate what is going on in a busy mind. Welcome to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. I'm Alexis, your new witchy beaver. I'm known as Osteria in Witch Circles. I'm a photographer by day and star-obsessed urban witch by night, sometimes the opposite, often both at once, and I'm a star obsessed as star-obsessed as natsuki Shinomiya in Utapri. Or just a warning, there would be loads of otaku references. I'm a Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon and Scorpio Rising, probably a Lyran Star Seed, a tarot lover and all of my lipsticks have a spell on them. I started this podcast to share my passion and the empowerment and self-love that Cosmic Witchcraft brought into my life. Come every Thursday for captivating conversations about life, business and magic that blend the practical with the woo, I bring you all out history geeks, solo episodes and amazing guests to explore the ways in which we can bring more enchantment into our lives. Ready to live life limitless? Then let's dive into today's episode. This episode was inspired by that which next door, doing one on having to file for her business in a new state. Despite being a third line in human design, I didn't think about doing an episode to show you how I use astrology in my life and business in practice, but I found myself unable to release the intended episode on schedule, and it's 3.30pm on a Thursday, it's grey out there, so since she did it, I thought, why not? And it works out well, since the cosmic weather at the moment is truly blowing the winds of change, and you may relate to the feeling of needing to shift something, but not knowing what, how, or what could possibly take its place in the vacuum left behind. And that's where astrology beyond reading a natal chart can be helpful. For this particular situation, I have chosen to use a solar return chart, but there are perfections and progress charts and a lot of other tools that look at how the birth chart develops over time but it's not just about not wanting to go into a deeper explanation and derail the topic of the season it was a deliberate decision because i'm looking at projects that are just one year old and not at myself and my being past my Saturn return so let's go back to the beginning I started my Substack and my podcast as two different projects to look at two different things. The shift I've been looking at making is to bring the two projects together in a deeper way than just making one loosely the newsletter for the other. So the story behind starting Witching Musings was that as a business owner, I felt under a lot of pressure to have an SEO-friendly blog and talk about things that people are googling, so that my business website can be found, and amidst the days of personal blogs. So I started writing uh, an essay every month about how I use astrology in practice in my journey when I'm rebuilding my life after a toxic religion and a toxic marriage, and to be honest, a toxic family growing up. You don't just end up with a narcissistic husband out of nowhere. I called it Witch Musings because I wanted to convey the lightness of a stream of consciousness, while also making it clear that it came from a specific perspective. And the first tagline was that it is a witch's thoughts on life, business, and hard work, although the latter has not really featured all that much. We've had plenty of autumn in journals, though, so I'll count it. I registered the name on November the 7th at 5.20pm, which makes the newsletter a Scorpio Sun, Taurus Moon and Gemini Rising, with the North Node in Taurus. And in fact, it occurred to me now, it's a Scorpio stellium, and Mercury is in it, Sun, Venus and Mercury. And to make that axis even more significant, they mean Heaven, is in Taurus. And that may not be obvious in the newsletter itself, but it's obvious in my life that poses the basis for it. I have a Jupiter retrograde in Taurus natal, so this current transit is heading for my Jupiter return. And part of the journey away from Catholicism and being with an enmeshed with an anorexic mother has been learning to be embodied. As I grow old and all these Venusian themes associated with the fixed earth energy of Taurus have expanded in importance. I'm learning to be a bougie bitch who doesn't just ask for the bare minimum of what she needs and then feel guilty if she wants something that is judged by the old world view as being frivolous and superfluous. And I'm learning to play in the energy of desire instead, even if I do have some altruistic goals for my Millionaire level personal money, I expect by the time I'm 40, they are not really the kind of altruistic that is devoid of that accusation. It's uncomfortable, I yes, have, but growth always is. I don't really talk about these visions with people unless I know they hold a non-judgmental space, because I haven't yet reached a point of feeling safe in my body, being vulnerable, knowing there would be a backlash. I'm learning the subtle ways in which my unworthiness wound was in fact a too-muchness wound, and not a not-enoughness wound. And that's a very Jupiterian energy that I'm working with. But that's a topic for another time. Although Jupiter is still relevant, because this podcast is a Sag Sun, Pisces Moon, and a baby Leo rising at the third degree. I had no idea. I mean, I knew it was a sad son because I registered it on November thirtieth, which is a dangerous day for the Catholics and the Scots. Actually, funny side note: aside from being the patron saint of Scotland, he's supposed to be the patron saint against sore throats. He has not been taking me under his wings clearly, as it's been a right struggle to use my voice for this podcast, and you can probably tell it's still croaky today. Anyway. That's relevant because the reason I started a podcast was twofold. One practical and a bit self-serving, I was in the growth of the reach of podcasting and felt it was a good idea to diversify the skills I have in order to grow my business. The other, which kind of explains why for the first season I didn't even put my name to it, is that I wanted to explore using my voice in the literal sense and the throat center in human design since I'm a manifestor. And I was starting it as a hobby to talk about cosmic witchcraft from a place that fit with my more intellectual side. I don't like to place myself in the position of a teacher. I like to learn and share that knowledge with others so that we can all grow. So I started a podcast And the Scorpius-Stellium had by then shifted into Sag. What stayed the same, because it had not shifted in the course of 23 days, is the North Node in Taurus. Jupiter was in Pisces for both, which I guess is a vibe for two projects about witchcraft, which to me is both an eighth and a twelfth house topic. As was Neptune. And they also both had Mars in Gemini. And the other generational planets were before their shifts, so Pluto in Capricorn and Saturn in Aquarius. The first change in this podcast is the decision to have guests. For you, it happened in the spring, but for me, that's back in January. I had the email from the first pitch after PR posted in a Facebook group about the possibility of life. The transit chart for that day sees them in heaven in Aries in conjunction with Cairo. Also, while the Sun was by then in Capricorn edging on Aquarius and Mercury two decans behind and Venus was two decans ahead in Aquarius, the Moon was conjunct the podcast Natal Sun. And interestingly, the Natal Moon was also at 11 degrees, which is Aquarius's degree. So. If you're picking up on changing the air, that's where I'm going. Although the interesting one for me is the carbon conjunction, because that shows you again how something born of our creative energy is never fully free of us. Carbon in Avis has a wound of uselessness and lack of self-value. And those have been questions that I have wrestled with all along and that have driven me to open up to bringing guests so that the podcast could have more value than if I was limited in what I talked about by the extent of my knowledge and time to research. As we head for the solo return I'm wrestling with the shadow of that decision namely whether I was moving from an energy of proving that I had a right to take up space even though if you press play on a podcast You are inviting me into your energy. It felt like I had to validate that I was worth that gesture and it being there on a directory for you to choose from. And as I was ill in bed, burnt out by trying to keep up with the expectations I had created, listening to people having 40-minute episodes where the first 20 were just life updates and products they love this week, I wondered, do I really have to? And that's when this whole process of redirecting was initiated and a general shift in creating systems in my photography business so that I can delegate the things I don't want to do as I grow it. And there are three changes I have been contemplating. One reducing the number of episodes where I quote unquote" provide value, that is, the episodes that require an energetic output of me beyond sitting down in front of the microphone, sharing things the way that I would in a conversation with a friend. My friends come to me for insights all the time, but somehow I feel like I can't share them with the wider world and can only take up space if I'm sharing expert stuff either by doing yeah, my own research or by bringing in guests. So that's something I started to address. 2. Bringing the podcast and the newsletter to the same platform and exploring ways to integrate the two, since they are two sides of the same coin. This is where the solar return chart says the size is possibly the most relevant, but I think it can speak into all of the three changes. And then lastly the third change I'm thinking of bringing in a paywall and I'm looking for the right balance between making things inaccessible to people and having to stop because of the demands of running a podcast on my own and this is another area where a lot of my own limiting beliefs from being raised catholic came up so of course being the solar return the sun signs stayed the same which musings remains a space to go deep and go personal, and starry starry remains a space to expand knowledge on a philosophical level. There was never a question of rebranding either of them beyond maybe the visual branding. And since the project is one of Sinistry, I ran a Sinistry chart for the return times, just to make my life easier. <laughs> and so I will look at the similarities first. Two things struck me. The Cluster in Libra and the podcast Jupiter transiting the newsletters mid heaven. Now, in their needle charts, they have a Jupiter conjunction in Pisces, so Jupiter seems to me to be a significant player in the future direction, even without a transit to the mid heaven. But that's an interesting transit, because it brings an energy of ambition that is for the collective rather than. Directed to the individual, the way a Mars ruled ambition would be. So, a question for me to explore is how I can bring this Jupiter in Taurus energy to both projects. We still have Chiron in Aries, conjunct the North Node, so it's a good time for me to really dig for the root of that one dimension and do something about it while the Node is in Aries, which is the direction I'm heading for the next year since the next nodal shift is on January the 12th 2025. And that will be an interesting one since it's my nodal return but that's getting ahead of myself. The current nodal axis is not only conjunct since of course the returns are three weeks apart but also conjunct in this part of Fortune and the podcast Venus the podcast part of Fortune is conjunct the newsletter's descendant, so the cusp of the seventh house of partnership. And this is significant if the prospect is to shift the direction of the project towards becoming a partnership instead of being just two projects. And it'd be hilarious if this was a synastry for people because it's a fifth to seventh house Anyway. The part of fortune in their natal charts is a podcast taurus tor- uh, at 0 degrees 35 minutes. And the newsletter in It's interesting to me that they return shifts both to air signs instead, namely Aquarius for the podcast and Libra for the newsletter. Now, the parts are not an area of astrology I know really well at this point, but I might do an episode in the future. Now I have, I have a basic understanding and the two long didn't read version of this is the point in the chart intersects your big three and represents where you will find worldly success. So I had Venus and Jupiter as rulers before and now I have Venus ruling over the other part and Uranus for modern astrologer or Saturn for the traditional folks out there ruling the other one and the other conjunction is happening in the podcast first house and the third for the newsletter so things i can consider is how this shift can serve the relationships with the community that i'm building over focusing on reach and growth like all of the substack newsletters are talking about when you're like here's the advice on how to grow your substack. i understand they need to make money they need people to be on their platform joining newsletters So no shade there, but that doesn't mean that I have to listen. Libra is a big player, this, and next year for me personally, since it's the perfection of the two houses I have in the sign in Placidus. And if you want to count my 11th Virgo, because you use whole houses, then it's the theme of my 12th house. So next year I still have to sit with Libra for myself anyway. The part in Aquarius has more of a collective vibe to it, so the podcast can still be the engine that is expanding my reach to people I don't already know. And it's up to me to sit with the idea of if and what I want to do in terms of promotion. So Saturn conjunct Saturn in Pisces in the 5th and the 7th house and Neptune conjunct Neptune in Pisces in the 6th and 8th house are to me also significant. This is the distribution of the nodal axis. Pluto is also conjunct in Capricorn, so the charts seem to come together to indicate the month of November as a good time to work on shifting the direction with these two projects, although I'm starting one shift in October with Corfu season. Also, that's not really a major shift, because at this point in time it's meant to be a one-off. Since it's a short and specific container to share some deconstruction work I have been doing around some minor but sneaky aspects of being raised Catholic, which I believe affect the subconscious of a lot of us and so I feel called to share. So I don't yet have an answer to the questions I have raised in this episode, but of course I hope you will stick around on these platforms and find out as they happen in real time. My goal with this episode was to show you a witch in action with an area of astrology that is perhaps lesser known unless you are really invested in it already and have started to use it beyond reading your birth chart. I'll be back in your years if you'll have me this Saturday with the cosmic weather for the eclipse portal or otherwise next week, hopefully with the episode that was intended to be live today or some other interesting conversation around art, magic and creativity instead. I decided to keep these as part of that season and not as a bonus episode, because it's relevant to the question of using magic for creativity. It may look like a newsletter and podcast are not really art, but that's up for what you define as art, and as either way, it's still a way to self-express and a creative process, so I say it counts. Until next time, keep living in wonder. Thank you for listening to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. A huge thank you to Jenna Sword at Jenna, S-O-A-R-D on Instagram for the cover art and Papa Planet for the music. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to be notified when a new one comes out, please subscribe on your platform of choice and if you really love it, leave a five-star rating and review, which will help me be found by more people who'll enjoy it too. Also, feel free to share it on social media and with anyone you think should give it a shot. You can send your questions and comments to my email starryskypodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at starryskypodcast. And you can also subscribe to my monthly newsletter at witchymusings.substack.com where I share reflections and tips about the astrological seasons. Until next time.